Welcome to Real Talk with RJ and Matt. Join us each week as we break down merch by Amazon and print on demand with some of the top sellers on the platform. Learn from some of the best as we test theories and examine strategies to give you the tools and knowledge to find success in this industry. This podcast is sponsored by Merch Informer. Take your merch game to the next level by finding untapped niches and high sales volume keywords. Save hundreds of research hours by heading over to MerchInformer.com and grab a free three-day trial today. Links in the description below. So what are we supposed to be talking about today? We're talking about everything merch, man. We're going to talk about uh, the improvements that uh, Neil's made, obviously, to Merch Informer. We're going to talk about... Uh, what I thought was a Chrome extension, but what is actually, it looks like an <laughs> analytics. I failed at reading this morning. Apparently, I didn't get enough sleep last night. Okay. I haven't even checked that out. I've been wanting to check. Oh, okay. I've been wanting to check that out, too. So, let's get into it. All right. Okay. So, we're going to go, uh, of course, we're going to share our last seven days. So, let's get this started. Uh, last seven days, 233 shirts sold at $700.36. Or $736.22. Hold up. Let me buy six shirts so I pass you. I'm at uh, 228 for $741.20. Nice. I haven't checked mine today, but I have been averaging over 100 sales a day. Nice. Keep it up. Nice. So, yeah, dude, have you noticed sales have been, except for yesterday, mm-hmm. which was, I don't know about you guys, but my, my worst day by far. Really, really good. If uh, if I didn't have a, a like a ten order shirt a ten shirt order that came in like late last night, it would have been a really shitty day. But uh, yeah, it's it's been solid. Let me like yeah. make you a little weird here. Hold on. I um I got a message last night on Skype that said that uh, Amazon was having issues with the mobile ordering again. Like they weren't showing up on mobile. So I think maybe that has something to do with the terrible sales yesterday. I don't know. I mean, it could have just been hangover from Mother's Day, all that too. Yeah, well, Friday, Saturday, oh, Sunday yeah, was kind of weird. Yeah, for me. yeah, okay, could be that too. I hope not. But hey, speaking speaking of merch listings, you know what I noticed this morning? I don't know if you guys did. Did you notice that the titles of the shirts are all bolded? No, I haven't. I haven't even actually looked at Amazon itself today at all. Look Go to right like now. any random merch yeah, shirt. I see, see if I your see title is. I see really it now. Old looking. Did I? The listings were- I just saw that pop up yeah. this morning. I think it looks pretty good, but I don't know like why they would be testing that. But the same reason they test test everything. Yeah. Yeah. You know? The sales. I'm all for it. Right. Exactly. My and mine, at least in this niche right here, is not showing up both. They're showing up normal. No, click on it. Click on oh, it. you're saying click through <laughs> the title. The title. Yeah, the title of the actual shirt. Gotcha. Like I'm, when you're on the product page itself. Oh yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Huh. Interesting. Yeah, so that should be. Hopefully, that leads to a few more sales. I have a like on my listings. On they're still glitched. They actually still have like the uh, <clears throat> the information where it says uh, leave a because I, I uploaded like over like two hundred designs, and I put please leave a review in the description. And I changed it all already, but it's still in the listing, so it's still glitched in there. Mm. Um, but. I haven't got Dude, did you did you end up firing your uh, uploader? I haven't yeah. really been paying attention, so my bad. Yeah, yeah. I've well, been doing what are it they myself. Doing? Slacking off, or yeah, I just uh, just wasn't consistent how I wanted it. So, but I just, but me since I'm doing it now, I've just been doing it like pretty much like every Wednesday and this like every Wednesday and like on Friday, just uploading. Cool. But Dude, that's what I used to do. Is I'd save them all for like a month, 
Mm. Back when there were no limits, and I would do it all in one day because I hate it. I absolutely hate it. It's the worst part of doing merch is just uploading shirts. It's so tedious, takes forever, it's boring. I do it all one day, just hundreds of shirts. Then I wouldn't do it for another month. Especially now when you're uploading to five different product types too, right? Because like if if you were just doing the two different types of shirts, at at least you do the one design and move on. But now you're having to do it across five, and then go to the next one, do five. Oh, I know. Well, see, you know, back in the day, I used to not upload to premium at all, mm-hmm. at mm-hmm. all. So Ken convinced me to upload to premium because they were not throttled as hard during Christmas, what, two years ago now? Yeah. Yeah. So he finally convinced me to upload to premium. And so we released that uh, analytics module that you were talking about. I was looking at data from my account and my girlfriend's account and some other people's accounts. I was realizing, like, premium is definitely the second runner, right? So mm-hmm. it has the highest percentage out of everything else, but it's not that big. It's like 50, it's below 20% of all sales. And the vast majority is standard shirts. So I might, I might just go back to just standard. I'm not really sure. So here's the, here's the thing on that. Because I, I talked to a couple of sellers where they sell a lot of premiums. Like they're like, you know, 30 to 40% of their sales. But they're primarily women's designs. And now that they're like getting returns, it, oh, it's yeah. all I mean, the women's the returns premiums. are way, way higher on premium. I don't yeah. know. Well, I, I have a theory on that. And it's that they're selling to Americans. And... It's 100% what it is. Well, I mean, that's part of it, right? Like, so have you have you gotten one of the women's premium shirts? Uh, yeah, someone's dude. I don't know if you saw this or not. Someone sent me one about being like tied up in your basement or something. <laughs> like, what the hell is this? It showed to my house. It's a women's shirt. It's a women's medium. And I'm like, first of all, I'm not giving my address to anyone. What the hell is this? Right. And two, like, I don't even understand this design. So I looked it up, and it's like some saying from like a horror story or horror movie or something. That's yeah, so I've right. I've been like worn one. If that's what you're asking. Yeah, no, I mean like the men's premiums for me at least isn't bad. It's not a bad fit, and I'm a big guy. Um, but the women's premiums, like they're way, 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 way smaller. They're really small. They're like two different types of shirts. Well, see, the thing is, like, I will sell the majority standard, right? But when it comes to buying shirts for myself, it's always premium. Right. They're so much better. And even even then, I like the more like thicker cotton shirts. Mm-hmm. So I don't wear too many merch shirts, but I have like a million of them from friends and whatever right. else in the closet. So Kristen Harris chimes in in chat right now. I remember when I was in Germany, I got ice cream and the sizes were small, medium, large, and American. <laughs> that's, that's, so, that's it's so true, though. I mean, most of my negative reviews are like, this this shirt fits like a medium, and it was an extra large. Right. Well, they clearly didn't read my bullet point because I still do this like order a size up. I'm never gonna stop doing that because it, it helped. And until they tell me to stop, I'm not gonna stop. I might actually start doing it again. Like I stopped right because I was just like, we're still getting these fucking reviews. It was pissing me off. So I was like, yeah. all right, but now there's actually a reason. Like even if it's like a five to ten percent chance that it's gonna prevent you from getting a return, it's still worth it, right? Right. Well, and the thing is. I don't, I don't know. I, you know, I see a lot of people bitching and complaining about the returns, and mm-hmm. they're like, "Well, maybe." I was talking to someone the other day, right? And they're like, "Maybe I just shouldn't upload premium because, you know, that's where the majority of my returns are, and I'm going to be losing money." And I'm like, no, "Well, I, I, would rather, I would rather, I would rather sell two premium shirts and get one return, right? So I made a sale versus selling zero standard, right? But I mean, I think it's still worth it, but 
your opportunity cost is still basically zero too. Like it doesn't cost you really anything other than your time to upload something. So it may cost you a little bit for the design or whatever, but at the end of the day, that design you can put across all of these different shirts and everything else. So, I mean, it's not like you're losing money by getting those returns back. It's just, it's a net, it, the net sum is basically zero. Yeah. Well, it does, it does suck that we didn't used to get the royalties yeah. deducted, but that's to be expected. They're a business. If they get a return, which I know what's making most people angry is when they get a return, they're not actually getting the product back, right? They just tell the customer to keep it. Right, right, right. And people get so pissed off about that. But you have to think of when they get a return to their warehouse, do you know what happens to those shirts? Like the misprints. Do you know what happens to them? They get shredded because Mm -hmm. they don't want the IP of whatever shirt that they printed like they don't want to get in trouble, so they have to shred the shirts. So they would be paying someone to send a shirt back to them just to shred it. Right. So it, it makes the most sense to tell the customer, "Hey, just keep this. We'll refund your money." I mean, that's just that's business. I mean, at the end of the day, it's their sandbox. We're playing in it, right? Like we we have yep. to play by the rules. It's not going to change. So I don't know. Either accept it or move on. Uh, enough about your guys' returns. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so I. Uh, Pricing strategy, okay. Pricing, ooh, that's a that's a sensitive one. Okay, pricing strategy. All right, thanks, brother. Uh, uh, so, okay, I noticed something. This is what I noticed. Okay, uh, my sales have went up, but like my with my profit, it has went down by three hundred or two hundred or something like that. So okay. I have my pricing. I have my pricing. All my shirts at nineteen ninety nine to twenty two ninety nine, and then I brought it back down to sixteen ninety nine. But now, like my shirts are, like my profits down by three hundred. All right. So I saw a comment from someone I don't know in one of the Facebook groups the other day, and he was basically he basically said, like I price all my shirts at twelve ninety nine or something. He's like, the longer I can keep them there, the more other people, like the more other merchers are going to quit and fall out and fail. And then he'll raise his prices. He's like, this is a long game. I'm going to play it until I dominate everyone and everyone else quits. And then I'm going to make the money. Yeah. And that make and that, it makes sense. So in your situation, right? So you're making less money. You're getting more sales, right? Yeah. I would assume so. I would hope so. So you're doing more volume, mm-hmm. which should lead to more reviews. Now, the review rate is ridiculously low on merch. But in order to get those reviews that I think is like the lifeblood of a listing, mm-hmm. you need to sell you need to sell volume. Like sure, if you sell a nineteen ninety-nine dollar shirt, you make what, five bucks? Yeah. Five thirty eight. Yeah, okay. Five th- I don't price I don't really price that way, so I don't really have an idea. So you make five dollars. Is five dollars times however many shirts you sell really worth it now when you could hold out maybe a little bit longer? get that one review that you need and then your shirt is selling for the next three years consistently. Yeah. But yeah, you're making $300 less a month. Okay. That sucks. But in the long run, let's say you have a dog shirt, right? And your dog shirt sells once in a while and it gets a few reviews. Well, now all of a sudden you can price your dog shirt at $19.99. You're going to sell every other person that comes into merch and prices their shirt at whatever it is. Because you spent the time taking less royalty to get those reviews that you need, and now you're going to continue selling until you quit. Like you're, oh. you're going to get you're going to get way more money, way more benefit long term because you weren't greedy in the short term. And it's just 
I hammer this into people's heads and no one listens to me when I say that the market is telling you to not price your shirts at $20. Like I look at mil- like if I run Merchant Form, clearly I have millions of data points and they all say that 19.99 is not the right price for the majority of niches. It's just not. That's not the average price that shirts are selling like on a whole spectrum. It's just I I don't know. I I'll fight people till I'm blue in the face with this and I'll never listen, but that that's my stance. That's okay. They can stay. They can stay on that stance. Like I, I've reached the point now where like I don't feel like I need to convince everybody. Right. Like at the end of the day, you do what you want to do. It's your business. Like, but one hundred percent, I agree with you. Like the the market determines the price. I don't determine the price. Like at oh, the yeah. end of the day, I don't know if this thing's going to sell or not. I'm going to put it up, and it's my best guess. Yeah. Well, okay. okay. B- back it up just a little bit. I want to make one more point. So I saw your interview. Well, I saw like five minutes with uh, what's her name, Anna. Anna. I think yeah. Anna. Right. So she prices really, really high. And that makes sense in certain scenarios. So if you're not competing against 10,000 other sellers, if you're only competing against, if it's me and you, right, and you have a better design, you can outprice me if we both don't have any reviews, and Mm -hmm. you'll probably get the sale most of the time, if it's just two people. But I make my money in niches that are saturated because that's where the demand is. I like to go where there's lots of demand because I'm not afraid of competition. I have enough slots where I can play with it. I can play with traffic. I can do whatever I want. If I can get that traction, I'm going to make a lot more money. So I like to go where there's a lot of demand because that means there's a lot of money there. So let's talk about traffic real quick. Um, you know, you were doing some AMS when I talked to you earlier in the year. Are you still doing it? Occasionally, mainly just for holidays. Other holidays. than that, yeah, because I want to get I want to get a boost on whatever whatever it is i'm trying to sell for the holidays okay essentially try to get ahead of everyone else now now granted let's say i'm on i like to visit reddit probably way too much Mm -hmm. and if i see some dumb post that's like hey look at this cool shirt i found you know i see that all the time people are like hey look at this shirt i found it's hilarious and i just happen to have a similar one or in the same niche I will just post it under not my own profile, but like <laughs> all, so I don't get called out. The first time I did that, I made 50 sa- So I posted it. I posted it. I went and I ate Indian food with my girlfriend. I came back to 50 sales. 50 sa- Like, yeah, paid for dinner. It paid right. for dinner. I had more money. All I did was post a link and say, hey, guys, I found this for free. or I found this for really cheap on Amazon with Prime Shipping. And I left. Like it works sometimes. It's not going to work all the time. Like some people downvote me, I'll get kicked out of a subreddit. Whatever. The next time somebody posts a link to a shirt, they're totally going to your nail. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but sometimes, but sometimes it works, right? So if I see it, I'm going to attempt to do it. No, that makes total sense. So, are you? I know you're also doing Pinterest, right, to run some organic traffic to your listings. How are you handling like your workflow, right? Because like for us, we've got <laughs> tons of shirts. Are you uploading everything to Pinterest? Or are you just kind of randomly doing it when you see a shirt that you think is going to do well? How many people are on this call? Sixty-two. 62. Oh Jesus! All right. So my Pinterest strategy is very hands-off. I don't like Pinterest. I've never actually used Pinterest. The one time I tried to like write a tutorial on how to use Pinterest, I had to like learn where everything was because all I do is I bot Pinterest. So I have a bot that like follows people and unfollows people and posts to my boards. So all I have to do is like load up some images with some links and it'll post it whenever I want. So what I tell people to do though, so like the basics of Pinterest are no one wants to be sold to, right? That's just like a universal truth of sure. everyone. 
No one wants to be. So what you do is you give them like value. So what I do is I find because they have an API, right? So the bot goes out and says, if I say, okay, I'm in the dog niche. Let me see what what images are really popular in the dog niche, and you determine that by how many repins they have. So I'll just type in dog, and it'll be like, okay, this pin right here got 12,000 repins. So I'll go, okay, since people seem to enjoy that, I'm going to also repin that to my board, and I'll give them, like, I don't know, 20, 30, 40, 50 of these, like, value pins is what I call mm -hmm. them. So they're interested, and they follow me back. And then every, like, 20 to 50 random repins, I'll just shove a shirt in there about dogs or whatever niche that particular board is. Now... I know a lot of other people do a different strategy where they're like, oh, it's all about keywording and value to this. No, I don't like what, what I do is if you, are you familiar with the way Pinterest works? Yes. Yeah. So you log in, right. And you see all the pins of the people you're following. So I know that if I have a hundred thousand followers and I post a dog shirt, whoever is logging in right now is Hundred thousand people are gonna see that dog shirt in their right. feet, and I want to. I want to be in their. I don't care if I'm searchable or whatever. That does help. It does help. But I want to show up in their feet so they go, "Oh, that's like a really cute shirt. That's a funny shirt." They might not buy it, which is fine. But I want them to repin it to their boards because once they repin it to their boards, it's now, it's now visible to all of their followers. So if I get a few people that have like five thousand followers and one person repins it. And then maybe two or three people out of their followers repin it. It just it keeps going and going and going. It never it never stops. So I have a web I have a web I have a website that was built I don't know three or four years now. Haven't touched it in three to four years. It still makes money. It still gets traffic, and it's all because of Pinterest. I haven't even touched Pinterest in that time for that site. It it's great. I, I don't know. I like it, but I don't actually use the platform, so maybe I'm a hypocrite, but... Uh, whatever. I, market, marketers run everything. It works. It, it's the way it, it works. works, man. So on your, on your Pinterest, right? So is it, are you pulling up just images from Amazon? Is it like, is your bot pulling from Amazon and, and listing it that way? Or are you having something where it's actually doing... Oh, I'll just, take, I'll just take the link and with the image. I mean, I know people have had more like better conversions with actual mock-ups. Mm-hmm. But if anyone knows me, I'm the furthest thing from a graphic designer there is. So that's not something I'm going to do. So there's a Chrome extension that you can use uh, for Pinterest, and it'll actually just pin it to your boards for you a little. Have you get have you guys used that before? The, you're you're talking about the, the, just the save one? Yeah, the save one. Yeah. Yeah, that one's that one's. I think that cool. I think when you sign up for an account, it like prompts you to install yeah. that one, right? Yeah. 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 All right. Well, that's a nice segue into uh, the latest update in Merch Informer. So I know Neil has been everywhere and anywhere, and um, we've all kind of shouted it off the hilltops that like there's some really really cool stuff. Uh, but some people might have missed it. So what's been the what's the new news from Merch Informer? Uh, the new news. There's been a lot, dude. In the last like I don't know, a few weeks, we added keyword uh, search data to our keyword tool. So the amount of searches a keyword gets based on Google data, which by the way, if anyone tells you that Amazon has this many searches a month, they're lying to you. That really bugs me. I don't know why. Two, we added a designer. So I think it's pretty easy to use. I don't know if you've played around with it. And then we also added a Merch Academy, which I'm working on. I Because I know like everyone in this space, I have a few part, 
friends rather that are brand partners. So I'm going to interview them. But basically, I wanted to be able to take. So we give all this data, right? Let's let's back up for a second. Yep, we give all this data, and I feel like most people don't understand like how to use it in order to grow their business. And to me, that's that was kind of a foreign concept. I'm like, I I love data. This is this is how I do everything. But then I took a step back. I'm like, most people don't know what to do with this. So I decided to like create an academy, which is basically like a free course for rich and former customers to teach them like, hey, this is my workflow. This is how I do things. And I'm hoping to bring in some other people to show their workflow and how they do things and how there's really different ways to use the same data in order to create systems that actually make money, which is the goal of everyone watching this probably. Right. I mean, that was the basically the point of the video I just made, you know, literally about it was perfect. Yeah. And it was just literally, it was like more important than like your keywords, more important than your design. You know what the most important thing is? The actual data that tells you what you should be designing for. Like figure out where there's some demand. Like don't just randomly throw shit against the wall and then try and figure that stuff out. You know, I see that all the time. Like people, people message me constantly. So if anyone's messaged me here, I'm sorry that I like missed your message. <laughs> I have way too many of them coming in. But I have so many people that will that'll come to me and they'll be like, hey, here's my design. Like, what do you think about it? It's not selling. Yep. And I'll look at it and I'll say, okay, maybe it, first of all, is it a good design or bad design? Half the time it's bad. And half the time it's good, but I look at it, I'm like, what the hell are they talking about? Like I'm completely confused. So I'll ask them and they'll be like, oh, this is like a shirt that I made for my niece's second cousin. And I'm like, you expect to get sales on this shirt that has one buyer in the whole world. One buyer is your target market. You you need to be going where customers are spending money. But period. If you're not doing that, you're not in business. I mean, I'll give a perfect example, right? So like, and this is Merch Informer, like this is the reason I found it, the, the Red for Red North Carolina t-shirt thing or whatever, right? Like I got on that probably a day later or so for it to really take off, but I probably sold 200 shirts um, because there was so much demand. Like literally- for what? For the Red Fred, um, the North Carolina teacher protest shirts. Red. Oh, red, red for Ed. What? You, you Fred, missed that red one too? Fred, I'm like. Red for Ed. So Red, red oh, for Ed. Oh, gotcha, yeah, yeah. gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, so there was so much demand. I, I made nine different designs. Like, I made the designs. My wife didn't make the designs because we were busy <laughs> doing a bunch of different things. Every single design sold. And I, I probably sold 200 shirts. And it's literally because there, there's so much goddamn demand for that. It's the most important thing. Well, I know. And if someone is sitting over here and they're like, oh, I really like this super, super niche thing that no one's looking for. Like you just sold 200 shirts. You probably made some good money. Mm -hmm. They spent a bunch of time designing this really great looking design that no one's ever going to see. Like if you're not getting eyeballs on your listing, what are you doing in Merch by Amazon? Yeah. The entire purpose is to sell shirts. And if you're not selling shirts, you're doing something wrong. So you have to figure out where in your workflow you're going wrong. Are your designs bad? Well, if they're bad, either improve your design skills or pay someone who is good at designing. Because that's not me, so I pay someone. Is is the niche is the niche bad? So is there demand there or not? If it if there's no demand there, throw your design out and start over. And then third, you have to look at the keywords you're using to rank. Because if you have the best design in the world, but you you know title it wrong or you keyword it wrong, no one's ever gonna see it. So you're still not going to make any money. So you have to have that kind of like trifecta to actually right. be successful in merch. I, I feel like for, for the time being. Yeah. So that's 
right for example okay so with the pricing strategy and stuff like that um there's there was a question here about the reviews i was trying to get back to that um what do you think about like when someone leaves a review on a shirt like how many reviews do you think you should have before you actually raise the price dude all you need is one that's one it. review and you'll never stop selling that shirt now you might not sell it every day but it's it's not gonna be it's not gonna die off like some of your other shirts might. You might notice that you sell one shirt really well, and then yeah. it dies off, mm-hmm. and then you don't sell it for five months. If you have a review, you're gonna sell it pretty consistently. It might be every few weeks. It might even be a month and a half from now. But it's not gonna die off. It's not gonna like get de-indexed because customers have said, "Hey, I bought this shirt. and I really like it." So Amazon yeah. knows that that's not going like that's gonna please customers, and they're gonna show it higher in the results. Where I noticed it really helped um, is with holidays. If you had holiday shirts that had reviews um, from the year before, oh, I noticed oh, those yeah. started ranking immediately. They just started selling. Yeah. Well, and that's the and dude, backing up. That's actually really hard for for lower tier sellers. Yep. Is what I found. If they can get traction and they get those reviews and then they stop selling right after the holiday, and they're like, "Well, I'm still stuck at 25 slots. I'm still stuck at 10 slots. Like, should I take that design down?" I'm like. No, 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 no. If that thing's got a review, you keep it there till next year and you're going to make your money back, I promise. 100%. So going back to the, the updates on Merch Informer, um, what do you see in the future for the platform, right? Like you added a designer, you added an academy. Like what's next? For Merch Informer? Yeah. We kind of want to grow with the platform. So okay. The platform itself, I don't, I don't know how much I can actually say on here because you know. Just open your mouth. You've been drinking scotch. Yeah, dude. No. So, the platform is <laughs> definitely expanding. There's more products coming. I don't know when they're coming, but there's more products coming. You know, potentially a wider, a wider like customer base. So a lot of stuff is coming, and we kind of want to grow with the platform as as things get released. So. I know probably all of us here have seen that pop sockets and cell phones are enabled on most brand accounts. So that's one thing you might have also noticed that on some some designs that might have said like design by. Mm-hmm. So that's another thing that's coming to merch. But you know, like the platform's expanding. They're learning as they go along. It's very clear, and we <laughs> we kind of want to we kind of want to grow with them. All right. Yeah, um, with the new design tool, I've been messing around with it too on a uh, on the back end or whatever. Did you create a better with. design than uh, Anthony did. Oh God! Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, wish I, I wish I had that design so I could show it right now. Oh, that was what design? What design was it? Where is this at? There was oh, a there was a zebra that? design that had a very particular attribute that was uh, prominent. <laughs> oh God! Oh okay. man! Not no, that zebra. was. You know that was good though because he posted he posted in the groups afterwards and everyone had like a huge laugh so it was good. <laughs> it, it was, was a good. funny episode. But yeah, no, RJ showed me. Uh, I haven't actually had a chance to mess with it. RJ showed me a couple of designs that he uh, that he'd been playing around with. One of them was uh, a sloth design that was actually pretty cool. We're telling people my story. yeah no you know I don't want to like toot my own horn here, but I'm not a designer. I created some uh, designs I'm wearing to the Denver conference here and. What, two weeks now mm-hmm. and they actually look pretty good pretty decent so oh. i don't know i don't know man i don't think you're coming are you i'm not no i, I have a uh, an engagement party i have to go to that saturday otherwise i would have come out 
Did you fix my font, my uh, my G on my or on the font, the G, the letter G? No. Okay. So the work, I don't know what's causing that right now. The workaround for that is you're gonna have to like add an enter or something, like add a space around it because like the yeah. box is too small. But no, no, no. Okay, let's back up. Okay, so when we first launched it, what three or four days ago, mm-hmm. it had some issues, some issues, right? As things sure. do when you first launch them, we fixed the majority of them in like 24 hours. Yeah. So. The majority of the issues are fixed. It should it should work on mobile for most people. It might not be the prettiest thing in the world, but you know it's free for everyone who's subscribed to Merchant Informer, so they should be able to go and use it. They don't have to have any other subscriptions or anything like that. But now it works it on works. mobile. It works on mobile in the browser, right? Not on the app. Right, 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 right. So the the designer itself works in a browser. The Merchant Informer app is pretty simplistic i want mm-hmm. I, I don't want to say simplistic but i mean it it has the merch hunter so if you're subscribed you can log in it's got the merch hunter on and on ios they did not allow us to post the blogs we have a blog section right because i write a lot ios wouldn't let us put it there i don't know why but yeah, so if any I mean, we've gotten some really angry comments about that so if anyone is watching that's that's sending me nasty emails now you know that's <laughs> you out Dude, you you would be surprised. Some of the people get so mad at me. I'm like, listen, I'm I'm trying to make you happy. Yeah. I I can't I can't influence Apple.com. Right. So can we talk about? So one thing I do know is you guys have like some design templates, right? In the designer, they're supposed right. to basically aid people in like layouts for typography and doing designs and everything else. Um, can we talk about uh, what's your superpower? Okay, so just because somebody messaged me about that, all pissed off, and I just want to address it right now because. All right, so don't do that. One, that's more of a layout thing. Correct. And two, we got the layouts from some really old designs from like two years ago, which is what we uploaded as layouts. So I think I removed that actually, like the first day we launched. At least I hope we did, because I also got some uh, not so happy emails about that. But yeah, those are just layouts. Please do not select a template and hit download. Don't do that. That That's going to get you your account dinged. It's more of like a, hey, maybe you could lay out text this way, change everything yourself. So once you select a layer, or no, 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 sorry. Once you select a template, you can go down on the left-hand side and click layers, and that'll let you pick individual layers that you can then edit to whatever you want. Right. Yeah. Um, honestly, too, for like beginners, I think when you guys are using Merch Informer, like, like when you guys sign up for it, um, I think this is going to be like one of the best tools you can use to kind of help you scale. Because when you first start, it's gonna, of course, you're not gonna go out and outsource it. Well, that's what me and Neil say is like outsource it right away with uh, your design. Like if you got the money, because you right? suck. But yeah, if you got the money, of course. Right. Like, and if you don't have the money, so. My whole thing is when you first start, you need you need to get sales, right? And the only way to get sales when you first start is really hard to go into Evergreen when you only have 10 slots. So if you have 10 slots, I, I, I tell people they should probably try to hit the trends. In order to hit the trends, you need to be first. Because if you're first, then you're going to get that visibility. So in order to be first, you need to create designs fast, which is kind of why we created in the first place. Because mm-hmm. going, going way back to the presidential elections, I'd watch Trump and Hillary talking on stage in the other room and every 10 seconds someone would say something stupid so i'd run in here wait are one of you guys calling me on facebook right now no no jacob, probably jacob jacob topping's 100 i knew it was jacob topping do not answer that 
<laughs> no. So, okay. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So, um, every 10 seconds, I'd run in this room. I'd open up Photoshop. The only thing I can do in Photoshop is type, right? So I'd open yeah. up text editor, type something up, download it, and upload it. And I'd run in the other room and keep watching. This is, this is like an easy, a way easier way to catch those trends if you're on top of them, like on your phone, on your tablet, whatever. Right. I mean, my favorite thing about it, quite frankly, though, is like when I load it, it doesn't cause my computer to like hang up for 30 seconds while it's loading into the into the screen. Like yeah. I didn't check it out long enough to see if it could do that. Well, hey, to be to be fair, we've had some people that have like 20 year old systems wondering why it doesn't load. Right. So you do need like a semi modern computer. But so if you have that, it should it should be good to go. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Um, all right, are you, you going to do, do a free giveaway on the with the going to do like a three month subscription? You still down for that or? Yeah, man, let's do it. No, well, not right now. We'll just wait to the at end. At the end, all right, we'll do it at the end. end. Of course, yeah, we'll do it at the end. Yeah. Hey, do me a favor, guys. There's 70 people watching right now. We got 24 thumbs up. Like, do me a favor, hammer that thing. And uh, that's seriously, not 100 by the end. We got yeah, we need to get 100 people on this. Um, we're going to be giving away a couple of shirts that we're buying. Neil's going to be giving away subscription to Merch Informer, like. Not to mention the fact, like, you're going to get some really, really good info. I hope so. I'm kind of rambling. No, nah, you're good. <laughs> we should, we should just start drinking a little bit more. Yeah. We're picking out the uh, – we're picking out the shirt designs on the – in the. Yeah, group. we'll pick that out at the end. Okay. I have a buddy. He's uh, He's been brewing some uh, – well, he's been brewing in uh, well, beer. And yep. – yeah, he started his own stuff up, and I talked to him already. I was like, oh, maybe you can get a little sponsor. Have you ever brewed your own show. beer? Man, nah. brewing your own beer is fun. I'll probably kill it's myself. <laughs> it's not meth, RJ. You, yeah. don't about, you don't have to worry about it freaking burning down the house. Yeah, yeah right. You, know, probably, you get a kettle, you, you brew the barley and the hops, and you mix some stuff together, and then you put it in a, like a bucket or a barrel or whatever you got, and you let it sit there for a long time, and then I, you bottle it with sugar. Yeah, I have a body. I have a buddy that's doing it, and he, I was like, "Where are you putting it at?" He's out uh, putting it in my daughter's room. I was like, "Oh, that's a good <laughs> place to put it." <laughs> uh, yeah, so, so, somebody wants to know about what about uh, merch Europe, merch UK, and merch Germany. We got uh, anything there? They're a thing. They're a thing. That's about as much as I'm uh, allowed to say about it. It's com- it's all coming. You guys, you guys have to realize the merch like. Amazon as a whole is ginormous, right? In order for them to launch Merch UK, Merch Germany, Merch Japan, like they have to build facilities. They have to get these partnerships in order to print these tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of shirts. Like it takes a while. And people are I'll, so impatient. I'll, I'll say something about it um, just because I know and I can't really get in trouble because it just it's not as close as some people think it is. It's going to take a little bit to get there. Like it's gonna take a little bit of time. How'd you it's, figure that out? You know, it, no, 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 well, you know, things get rolled out to brand partners first, right? I mean, mm-hmm. that's a given. They make merch yeah. a lot of money. They're exclusive, but things things are gonna roll out. Let's just put it that way. It's in the future. It's coming. Yeah, Pro- sure. Probably longer than we all want it to. Yeah, but. That's been merged since the beginning, so can we really complain? Right, exactly. Exactly. I mean, 
I'm hoping that uh, we'll see some other apparel options get added, like tank tops. That, that is the one thing that I think I, they added all the other stuff. Like I know that tank tops would sell very, very well, just based on Etsy with what yeah. our sales are. About 50% of our sales on Etsy are just tanks. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy because with the tank tops, it's because it's summertime right now, so everything's trending up right now for. Mm -hmm. Well, I don't want to like talk bad about merch, but like knowing them, they'll probably release it like December fifteenth. <laughs> <laughs> it's I mean, cold, guys. Let's let's do our uh, our run of tank tops. That's that seems about right for sure. Um, yeah. Okay, so yeah, um, let's talk. Let's talk about one other thing that uh, Neil and RJ are both experts at, and it seems to be another question that we get a lot. So you guys are both big advocates of outsourcing. Um, for you, where do you start, Neil, when, you, when you're looking to outsource? Obviously, you have your own connections with your army that you have in Bulgaria or wherever it is. But if, yeah. you, were, if you were somebody that was new that was looking to like hire a designer for the first time, where would you start? Upwork. Every single time. Like, you know what? I was supposed to write an article based on an account you mm -hmm. gave me. I never did that. Um, no. So, okay. I wrote an article about how to outsource on Upwork. But what I noticed was that every the majority of people who read that are just ridiculously lazy. And all they did was they copied my script, which to be honest, I told them to, but then they posted an Upwork and they expect to get all these applicants. No, like take the, take the script and change it. So Melissa, my girlfriend um, just hired like three or four designers and two of them ended up being really, really good. She took that script and she just rewrote it in her own words. And she had like 40 applicants within 24 hours go through the applicants you say okay 20 of these people can barely speak english i don't want to work with the people who can't communicate with me okay they're gone now you have 20 left you go through okay now i'm going to look at their portfolio all right well 10 are gone right away because they're trash you know five are gone because they just stole someone else's work <laughs> <laughs> and then you have five left you're like okay i have five left how do i pick well then you just give them some what i do which is probably different from what other people do I send them links from Amazon. I say, okay, I like this idea. I like this niche. Like, give me something that doesn't look anything like this in the same niche. And I just want to say, like, I want them to be creative. I'm not the most creative when it comes to, like, designing and text, whatever else. So I ask them to be creative. And when they come back with an image, then I do my checks. I say, okay, reverse Google search this. Is, is it stolen? Give me some links to where you actually got this art from. Can we use this commercially? And then I'll hire based on that. So they need good communication. They need to not steal people's stuff. And they need to be creative. So that's a, that's a really big like hint there. I'm not going to say fucking nugget because I'm so sick of that word. <laughs> um, that's a really big hint there, guys. And this is something that I think RJ does too. I know that I do it. I don't give them a ton of direction when I'm interviewing these people because I want to see how much you can think on your own because you're oh, yeah. in the Philippines or wherever you are, right? And I can't communicate with you constantly and hold your hand. It's going to kill my ability to do – the whole reason I'm outsourcing this is because I don't want to have to deal with it. So oh, yeah. I show them an image, tell them – I want something different. I want to see what your best possible thing is and then let them go. And, he, and here's the thing. Here's the thing, right? Out of those three or four people that you just gave a test run to, like two or three of them are going to be late. They're yep. just going to be yep. late and you're going to tell them to F off. You don't want to like, you don't want to be chasing your VAs all the time. You're going to drive yourself nuts. So the people that are late, even if they're late once, you just you tell them to get lost. You're like, look, I gave you a deadline. You didn't come back on the deadline. You're not getting paid. Go somewhere else. Right. Period. So do you pay on your test designs or you just have them do that as oh, part yeah, of the effort? I'll, I'll pay for them. That's if, something I do too. If they're usable. Right. If they, and most of the time they're usable. So if I find the right candidate and they're usable, I will. of course I'm going to – the first thing I'm going to do when I get them back is I'm going to upload them. And if they go through, I typically pay them. 
Gotcha. Yeah. No, I, I find it, it also when you when you're up front with them about that, like it tend you tend to get better candidates, right? Like they don't they don't have you walking in there and expecting just to get free work because there's definitely people out there that have gone through and requested work and not paid for it. And those designers have dealt oh, with yeah. that before. Well, you know what? Once you find the right guy that is or girl or whoever else you hire that is on time and creative and responsive. Like my VA is now off Upwork, right? I've been my main guy. I've been working with him for like three years now. He does whatever I need him to do on time every time. So my sister came to me. She's on merch too. Mm -hmm. And she said, Hey, I have this idea for a shirt. She didn't have an Amazon link or anything else. She's like, I want it to look like this sort of with, with this in the center. I'm like, okay, just send me that in a text file. So she sent me that in a text file, and I sent that to my VA, and I said, hey, mock up five different images, like five different styles, and send them over, and then I'll, I'll, you know, we'll go from there. And he sent me, like, the five best images I've ever seen. We uploaded all five of them. She already sold one. So it's, it's really, you need to be, you need to have that relationship with your VA. Like, it, it builds over time, but you're not going to build a relationship on them being late or them stealing someone else's artwork, or them not being creative. Like those, you have to get those three things down, or else you're going to be dead in the water. Right. So now that uh, the girlfriend is running her account, and she's also running a couple other accounts, is she doing all of the uploading, or is she actually outsourcing that, or is that the people that are running the accounts? So she's doing the uploading. Her running of other accounts has been sort of hap... I don't know, like... And the thing, the thing is, and what I tell people who will listen when they ask me about, like, how do I run multiple You'll talk to 10 people, and maybe, maybe one will actually do what you ask them to do. I mean, the people that she's asked to, like, sign up or do any amount of work, they, they just don't do it. They don't, and, you're, and you're sitting back, and you're, I mean, she made $40,000 last year. Mm -hmm. Working a few hours a day after she's done with her nursing job. And you sit back and you're like, why would you not why would you not do the same? Like that's a full time income for most people, right? Mm -hmm. And you you just don't understand it, but like most people just don't want to put in the work or the effort. And at that point you just have to say, Okay, like, yeah, you're still a family member, I still love you, but like, okay, we're not gonna talk about merch anymore because you're clearly not interested. Right. What's up with Pop's merch account, RJ? Um, he's like, I got paid uh <laughs> I got paid. I got paid a dollar or twenty one last week. So um, I don't know how I'm gonna do his account, but because right now I'm I'm more focused on mine. Because yeah. um, I've been trying to do it differently. Because the sales, once the sales like they dropped, um, I've been just basically focusing on like just how I'm gonna do things differently. Now I'm like like the design, like the illustration, and then like of course like I have my designer that actually fixes. Like he'll make he'll like rep out like a hundred different designs of one illustration. If that makes sense, does that make sense? Yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah, you basically so, you're taking you're taking one design and you're turning it into a bunch of different things. Yeah, and then uploading it to different platforms, and I I see it right now, but it's not to my potential of where I want it to be. So, right. So Neil, do you have any? You, the reason I asked the question about the uploading is, do you have any yeah. advice when it comes to hiring somebody to automate that process? Right, because that's a question we get all the time. Because people seem to None. not. Yeah. Um, to be honest, I don't have any advice to do that because the so the accounts that I run, right, that are not in my name, I have them do the uploading. I will teach them the best of my ability, and then I will take a percentage of that income because I'll teach. I mean, I'll teach them exactly what they're doing. But at the end of the day, you're responsible for what goes up on your own account. 
So if someone uploads a bunch of Disney designs, mm-hmm. I, I, I can't stop that. But you know what I can't stop is someone uploading Disney designs to my account. So it's it's hard when when hiring. I I haven't I haven't even attempted to be honest to hire someone to upload to my account that I don't know in real life. So any like a VA or someone from overseas or something like that, I really haven't attempted that. Like if I want Melissa to upload, like sure. Right, she's sitting in the other room. She's been doing this for a year. She clearly knows. She's more careful than I am. She'll mm-hmm. double, triple check tests like fourteen times before a shirt goes up. But it it is what it is. I, I have trust trust issues because I mean, once you're making a certain amount of money, you're like, well, okay, I could lose this tomorrow if someone screws this up. But and then it becomes a big deal. Well, it comes down to two. It's an asset, right? Like this is something that she wrote about in the blog article. Like not only does she make $40,000, if you take what her account made over the year and you look at what the market is in terms of what other people have paid for accounts, she has a legitimate asset now. Well, hold on. Back up, Matt. It's not an account, okay? It's a business. Sure. Correct. (laughs) So, so, I mean, well, yeah, you know what's crazy though is like people read these articles or they don't read these articles. She makes, you know, $4,000 a month. I think average a little bit more than that. And at the end of the day, like she spent a few hours. I'm not, I'm not lying when I say she spent a few hours every day. May, if, if that, if you average it all out a few hours every day, uploading shirts, make sure you upload the ones that come down. And outside of the like 41,000 or whatever that she made, like if she were to sell that business that includes just a little bit of Etsy on it, like she would clear $125,000 close to that. Like creating that amount of like value to someone in one year part time is just it's crazy to me. I agree. I, I've I've experienced the exact same thing. I know RJ has too. RJ's got a couple of buddies been trying to sell it to get on merch forever, um, and like you can talk about it till you're blue in the face, and they just they don't get it. They get glazed over. They're just like, oh yeah, whatever. Like it's like they just it doesn't connect in their head. People, dude, people get complacent. And wherever they are, they're just they're just happy to coast through life at whatever level they're at. And they don't have like they don't want to like grow. That's the thing I like about merch is people are like, I need more sales. How do I get more sales? How do I get more designs? Like they're always trying to like do more. Right. I, I just love that. I feel like that's what we need. Yeah. How we get sure. more sales, RJ? Uh, how we get more sales? Um, from what I've been doing is just pricing everything to like that niche, and. Yeah, and I have a shirt right now that has six reviews. What should I do? Or five reviews? Should I increase the price or keep it at What's that it price? At? Uh, five what? reviews, sixteen. The price point is at sixteen ninety nine. Oh, dude, five reviews. That's a nineteen ninety nine shirt all day long. It it has reviews. It has, I hope, decent reviews. Five review, five stars. Yeah, there, dude. That's and that's the thing. So, I keep going back to Melissa's example because. She's such a good example of this. So she gets she gets a few shirts going for like back to school or no 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 mm-hmm. like uh what school descended right graduation uh, probably or something yeah, like graduation that. so like teacher appreciation stuff like that. She's got a shirt or two that sells pretty well and you know has a review and then has another review and every like few days she'd bump the price up a dollar and guess what prices never like sales never dropped so she'd bump it up another dollar. And sales didn't drop, so she'd bump it up another dollar, and then like up to nineteen ninety nine. All of a sudden, you're making like a few dollars extra per shirt, and if you're selling twenty of them a day, you know that extra income is just a it's a lot more. I mean, I remember during 
I think it was the Eclipse. During mm -hmm. the Eclipse, someone forgot to change the price of their like eleven dollars. Triple G Mavs. Triple yeah, G Mavs was eleven fifty four through the entire goddamn Eclipse. He left like a hundred thousand dollars on the table. <laughs> it's just insane. Like, you know, I see a lot of people in the groups that don't want to play with pricing. Like, I get it. I get it. Right? You don't want to play with pricing. You want to throw everything up in nineteen ninety nine. You don't have time for that. But at the same time, I don't get it because I thought we were all here to make money. Yeah. So if you're going to play with pricing, that's going to make you more money. So like the, the five minutes you take to like go through merch tools and open up a bunch of links and change the pricing, it's going to be worth it. Well, I mean, I don't know if you use, uh, if you use pretty merch or not, um, but that makes it actually way easier for me because I can actually go back like the day before and see like, so if I went to bed and I had some sales afterwards, I can go back to the day before sales and just click on the link really quickly and change all of my prices. It makes it way easier for me to adjust all that stuff. Like I love merch tools for a lot of the stuff that it does. Um, for this kind of stuff, I think pretty merch is better. So I, use I don't, to, to be completely honest with you, I'm not a huge fan of Chrome extensions. I have like maybe two installed ad block and like merge tools. Mm -hmm. But any, anything not... to make your process faster. I mean, time is money. And okay, so like if you're most... using, if you're using merge tools, you need yeah. to install a, a, a Chrome extension called link clump because it'll let you just drag down and open up 50 links at a time. Okay. Okay. It's, it's awesome. I mean, you know, let's let's talk. Let's let's back up a little bit and talk about. Are you seeing the same thing where people in the merch community, for some reason or another, do not value their time? Yeah, one hundred percent. Why? Why? I mean, you only have twenty four hours in a day. You have to make it count. Whether that's uploading, researching, anything else. Like when it comes to business, you have to make the time count when you're working on your business. So anything to speed up the process is like yeah, hundred percent. Like that's it's all about trying to find as many shortcuts as I can to batch with, things with, together without decreasing quality of your work, right? right? Yeah. But, I mean that comes that also comes back to too, like the question about outsourcing and valuing your time, right? Like, would you rather take the time to outsource, lose a little bit of money up front, right? Because you're putting some money investing in your business, and then grow your business exponentially afterwards. Well, I think I think the outsourcing thing also kind of comes full circle when it comes to the pricing debate, because mm -hmm. I feel like the the people who fight me the most on price are the ones who are doing their own designs. And when you invest time in something, when you invest a lot of time in something, you're you're very connected to whatever that is. Mm -hmm. People feel this connection to their artwork, and they're like, you know, I put I put two hours into this. I need to sell this at twenty seven dollars. And I'm, I'm just, what? It's a few dollars that someone could have like busted out, and you need to learn to you need to learn to leverage other people's time in your merch business if you want to grow it. Because again, you have twenty four hours a day, and if you can take ten people's days and you know create ten people's days into your day, you're gonna you're gonna have such a big merch account with such good designs that you're gonna surpass every single person here who's doing their own artwork. Like I don't I. That's just that's just the way I think. I like to think big. I like to think if you're gonna if you're gonna create a team, which I think you should do if you're in this business to make money, you need to grow quickly, but mm -hmm. with quality. Yeah, that's what I that's a big thing that I'm focusing on right now too. Is like okay, so I, I showed a lot of people how to scale up to the next level to actually scale your business to the next next level now. So it's more about quality now. 
So you have the money to do it and you're making, let's say you're making two or 3K a month, okay? Now don't mind fuck yourself, right? Don't mind exactly, fuck yourself. Exactly. Use that two or 3K and throw it back in and it's time to get some quality work now. Um, I mean, just, yeah. just think of everyone you know or everyone like in the media who is super wealthy, okay? They took their money and they reinvested all of it back into whatever they were doing in order to make it 10, 100 times bigger. And it's the same thing with merch, man. Like, if, you, if you're making 3K a month and you're taking 2,900 and putting in your, like, what are you doing? I think you're wasting your money. You're wasting yeah. your money. If you're making $2,900 a month or 3K a month, you should be putting 3K a month right back into designs or, or outsourcing or something else so you can make 10K a month. And then yeah. once you're at 10K a month, maybe you take a, a few thousand dollars out for a mortgage or a car payment, but then you throw the rest right back in mm-hmm. until you're making 20K a month. Like, it's all about scaling, and you need money to scale. And I think I think the majority of people in merch are just, they're really, really happy with a few thousand dollars a month. And I can't blame anyone for that. I would be ecstatic for an extra income stream of a few thousand dollars a month. But in order to take in a few thousand dollars a month and turn it into something, like, way bigger... You're going to have to either invest your time or your money. And you only have so much time, so the only thing left is investing your money. I mean, I think it comes down to something that, like, the, our friend Anthony talks about all the time, too, right? Like, people's financial thermostat, as he likes to call it, are turned way too low. Like, people just have oh, yeah. very low expectations in terms of what you could actually do um, and, and where they should actually be shooting for, right? Like, because that old saying, like, if you shoot for the stars, even if you don't get there, you're still going to end up way further than if you would have shot way lower, you know? Um like people just they they have such low expectations in terms of what is going to make them you know happy I guess is the way I would look at it. Well, and that's fine for some people, right? If you're making a few thousand dollars a month, you're happy as a claim. You have everything you want, and you want you actually want nothing more. Then good for you, man. I'm super happy that you've gotten there. But for everyone else who's like, you know, I, that's great and all, but I want to like 10x this. I want way more. I want to do way more. I want to create way more. There's only two ways to do it. You know, it's it's time and money. I mean, I'll let people have, in on a secret. You have to be willing right? to give up one or the other. Right. I'll let people in a secret, right? Like, you find a way to raise your spending with whatever your fucking income is. Like, it just works that way. Like, as you make more money, magically, you figure out ways to spend <laughs> things. It, it's, yep. am, it's amazing, right? So, like, I make really, really good money. Really good money. And we find a way to spend that goddamn money. Like, it, my vision is much bigger than where we are right now. Um, if you think $100,000 is going to solve all your problems and everything is going to be amazing, you're going to have the same problems. 100%. Man. Yeah, for sure. I I don't know. It's kind of a hard conversation to have, honestly, though, you know, because like then people think you're greedy or they're like, I don't really want to spend the time or I don't really want to spend the effort, which is fine, which is fine. It's not for everyone, Mm -hmm. but I don't know. It's, it's kind of hard, though, too, because, like, with the mindset and all that stuff, plays a big part of it, too, because we're, yeah, like... Yeah, your Facebook wall, man, is all about, like, mindset this, tax <laughs> And all my friends get pissed off at me, and then when I go to, like, the local place and we're all there, or if I see someone at the store, they'll ignore me, and, like, they won't talk to me. I'm like, good, motherfucker, I don't want you to talk to me. Like, I don't really <laughs> fucking care. I'll slap you. I don't care. Well, <laughs> like, you, know, you know what's funny? You know what's funny is I have, I have this buddy who works at, like, uh... He, he's a coder, right? He, he, he codes, he codes. I'm like, you should come work with me. We should do this. We should do that. We should, you know, do this. I tell him about merch. He's like, oh, that sounds really cool. That sounds really cool. 
never does it. And then, you know, I, I meet him the next year because he way back in Wisconsin. And I'm like, hey, you know, like this merch thing's been going really great. Like maybe you should hop on board. Or I have another friend who's just about to get married. I have a wedding this coming week. And I'm like, you should jump on this merch thing. You're unemployed. It's really easy to do. You just do this, 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 and this. Jesus. And there's like, oh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Like, eh. <sighs> you can't help those people, man. Even, even if you're friends with them, even if you're friends with them. So Samir had a, had a good question here. He's, he says, do you feel like variations of the same design work or is it a waste of uploads? So I'm assuming he's talking about like, taking Are we talking small about like the elements. scaled out designs. I don't know if he's talking about scaled personally, or if he's talking about just taking elements in a design and creating variations on it and then uploading all of those. Cause I know a lot of people do that too, to try and ma to max their uploads, which is basically change the color of a font, put different fonts here, that, that kind of uh, stuff. So, yeah. That's kind of, it's similar. Nev never done it. Not once in three years. So if I'm going to flood a niche, every single design is going to be around that niche. It's going to look different. I have never, ever scaled a design, changed the colors of a bunch of designs. I don't upload a design five times in order to get all the colors on it, whatever. I, I just don't do that. It's, it's one shirt in a niche. And if that niche does well, I'll upload 20, 50, 100 more shirts in that niche, and I'll see what does well. And they're all going to look different. They're not going to be scaled out. They're all going to be different. Right. And I, so, let's talk about mechanics of that really quickly. So when you're okay. doing that, are you yeah. doing individual brand names for every one of those designs? So different brand names on all of them, or are you grouping them together? So I used to do all different brand names. And for the most part, I'm still kind of in that camp. Now, what, I, what I've what i kind of changed to is that I will, I'll group a lot of, of designs under a brand. Now, not a lot, but maybe like five to ten. But what I want to do is I want to seem like, you know, the, the, the front page has 20 results. And in, in an ideal world, I have every single one of those spots filled with my shirt. So in order to do that, I don't want to see, like, my brand name, my brand name, my brand Like, mm -hmm. over and over again, I want them to think that they have all these choices when in reality it's just me. So, so in order to do that, I will use a lot of different brand names. Yeah, you actually turned me on to that a couple months ago. It's something I started implementing um, because one of the things I've definitely noticed is if you're uploading even different designs but into the same niche, you won't always get the same placement as you would expect to get, right? Like sometimes Amazon seems to make it so they actually just don't even show up. Oh, well, yeah. The thing with the not showing up, that might be an indexing issue. They keep mm -hmm. going back and forth with that issue. But again, this this goes back to, okay, let's say you have two designs that are, that are similar in the same niche do you just copy and paste your bullet points for both of those shirts or do you rewrite them a little differently with a little different keyword variation? It's a little different. I'll, I'll change around things. And it's just, it's like, exactly. this point, I have... that makes it a different product, right? right. If an algorithm comes in and it says, okay, I have 10,000 results. Let's look at the results. Okay. We're going down. Here's Matt's shirt. And Matt's shirt says this as a sentence. And then you go down and you say, okay, here's Matt's second shirt. And it says the same thing. Do you really think they're going to rank both of them? Right. No, they're the, they're the same sentence. So as long as you change things around and use the like similar keywords, then you can get them both ranked, which is where you're going to get the most visibility. Right. And if after you've done it for a while, it becomes systematic too. Like it's just, it's oh, yeah. just automatic in my head. Like this goes here, this goes here, this goes here. Next one, this goes here, this goes here. Well, at least for... It, when you're taking the same design, you're spreading out through like hoodie, sweatshirt, blah, blah, blah. Right. Then I might copy and paste. At, at first, at first I wasn't. 
and it was working out great. But then, you know, I'm like, eh, well, I have this many uploads. I, I, you know, I just want to get these products up. And as long as they're going to sell, which they seem to be selling because they're on a different product, it's not the same T-shirt right. being with the same T-shirt. It seems to work out that way. If you're if you're uploading the same design on multiple products, RJ, you still uploading all five? Um, I just been uploading to four. You haven't been doing hoodies. No, I'm, I haven't been doing hoodies. You've been you doing sweatshirts do... instead. Yeah, just sweatshirts. <clears throat> Neil's gonna yell at you right now. Dude, don't do that. Oh my god. Why? So, w with the analytics module we just launched, I've been looking at like beta testing it right in in order to like release it. I've been looking at a lot of accounts. Dude, sweatshirts are such a waste of time. No one buys them. Like No one buys them. They're such a low percentage. And if you're spending all that time uploading, you're just... You're leaving money on the table by not uploading any other form of shirt. So, well, so, you, so you recommend uploading to... If you're going to upload to multiple products, uh, standard, premium, mm -hmm. long sleeve, and then hoodies. Okay. Screw sweatshirts, man. I don't... I, you know what the funny thing is, is I've uploaded a bunch of sweatshirts. I don't own a single one that doesn't have a hood on it. So that kind of tells me all I need to know right there. Yeah. See, I've actually, we actually sell, I mean, it's not a huge amount, but it seems like we sell at least one or two a day um, on the sweatshirts, which it's, you know, and it's all very niche specific. It's, it's something that it makes sense that why people would be buying sweatshirts and hoodies. Um, yeah. So that that's the only reason I think why. Interesting. Well, yeah. I don't know, man. The data I've looked at says that you, you'd be better off uploading more standard shirts, like 100% of the time. At this point, I, honestly, it's just a vanity thing. Like, I just need to fill some slots so I tear up to 6K, and then once that stops, I'm, fuck it, I'm done. I just, I, I'm so sick of sitting at a, a number of uploads where I'm, like, right below the tier for, you know, the number for 6K. So yep. that's why we're doing it. After that, like, I'm focusing mostly on shirts after this. It makes the most sense. Well, let's, let's talk about that, though. I feel like... 99% of the people that are watching this and are in the merch groups and everyone else is obsessed with tier. They want tier this, tier that. They see people tearing up to 100K, like Amy, tier yeah. 20K, like Essek. Tier doesn't matter. Like, as long as you have enough slots, right? Let's be real. Right. As long as you have enough slots for what you're working with, like, tier really doesn't matter. We're in this to make sales. So if you have, I mean, I've talked to multiple people that are at the 20K tier and they sell 20 shirts a day. And I'm like, there's there's something wrong there. You should be selling a hell of a lot more than 20 shirts a day at the 20K tier. But they're not because they're, they're scaling out designs. They're doing everything possible to fill their million slots available a day. It's just a waste of your time and effort if you're not going to put the time to do research to properly keyword your shirts and to actually make sales. Yeah, um, Somebody was asking about a uh, bulk resizer. Didn't you release a, a script or something for that to bulk resize for hoodies? For hoodies? Yeah. I, so there's a Photoshop script. If you go to themerchantformer.com slash blog, it's somewhere in there. Just type in hoodie resize. But yeah. So any so Photoshop is not free, but it works with the free trial of Photoshop. Right. So, It'll bust through like a few thousand images in like, I don't know, 30 minutes max. Yeah, so I was going to say too, uh, sweatshirts are they're, they're pretty old school because I remember having one when I was a kid. But that was like in the 90s though. It's not like the... You don't wear sweatshirts? Mm, no. Oh man, during winter, that's the only thing I wear, sweatshirts. I'm in a hoodie every day. 
Yeah, I don't think I wear hoodies either. I don't. I don't. I I'm in kid, California I where it's like never cold. So <laughs> I wear a hoodie to the gym in the morning when I like because I like to be warm before I hit the gym. Um, but that's probably about it. And after when I leave, when I'm sweating, because you know when you go to the gym, you actually have the sweat meal. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> So when I leave the gym, I actually have my hood on and my hat on, and then I'm. You know. I see people at the gym going in the sauna with their hoodie on. I'm like, man, uh, it's like 200 degrees in there. Yeah. Jesus. Or they'll be wearing. Oh, okay. So one time. One uh, time. <laughs> what? We got a one time here on the podcast. Oh man! So one time, I was in the sauna, and uh, me and my buddy are in the sauna, and then we just started having a conversation with this. Or this guy started talking to us. He's in his towel. And uh, he's all sweating and stuff. And I was like, man, this, this, this dude better not get close to me. <laughs> <laughs> and then he starts talking to me. He's like a teacher. And then he touches my leg. He's like, all right, bye, man. See you later. And I'm just like, oh, man. He's, he's a teacher, huh? Yeah. He so, 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 okay. For sure, sauna stories. <laughs> buddy, the, la- the last time I was in one, so I live in Boulder, Colorado, which is like the hippie. It's, it's weird here, man. They're all GMO, like anti-GMO gluten-free anyway so i'm in the sauna and this guy is telling me about how all of his friends live in a van live in their vans and they're super happy about it and they save so much money and i'm like i'm really happy for your van living friends but i could just i could just never do that jesus (laughs) so let's uh let's talk about something really quick i was thinking about so we're obviously going into summer right you know summer months is there an argument to be made for stopping uploading to sweatshirts and long sleeves and just focus on shirts because you can maximize the amount of money that you're making by getting up those designs right now honestly from all the data i'm looking at yeah like I, i'm seriously considering just not uploading the other three and just standard and premium and that's it because at the end of the day this is i mean i know it's merch by amazon but what is it 85 plus 12 is what 97 97 yeah 97 percent of my girlfriend's sales, which is what I did the demo on, are t-shirts. 97%. And I look at that, I'm like, okay, 97%, like, let's just do more of what's working. Why do something that, you know, maybe you'll sell a sweatshirt here and there, but you're going to have to upload hundreds of them, which takes time. So going going into the summer, I, I, I think for me, at least me personally, I'll probably just do the t-shirts. Mm-hmm. And it makes sense to me. Like I, I've been thinking about that right now as we're having the conversation. I'm like, you know, honestly, like we're going into summer. I know the long sleeves did pretty well for some people last year um, going into Q4. Yeah, they, they didn't do bad at all. Yeah. Um, so that's something. And with the new 180-day takedown and versus 90, I think there's an argument, too, to be made to continue to, to put those up because they're going to stay up all the way into December. Yeah. Dude, this, the six-month the six month takedown now, I don't really know how to feel about that. Because on one hand, I'm really happy that I don't have to do these re-uploads. Mm-hmm. But on the other hand, like even though I hated the 90-day at first, it, it took down shirts where I could take another, like a second look. Because if if a shirt's yeah, not selling and it's still live, I'm never going to look at it. I'm never going to go in and look at it if it's still live and not selling. But if it comes down, all of a sudden I'm like, well, yeah, I wonder why this didn't sell. I did my research. I know it should sell. Let's take another look at the keywords. And then... Dude, like 80% of the shirts you put back up, at least for me, 
I get them to sell because I just do the research again. I'd be like, what what keywords are is going to get this design in front of the people I want it to? Yeah, we've seen a huge number of the same thing. Where it's I mean, part of it's too is just in my case, like we've only been on the platform since you know the end of May last year. So right. I'm writing listings way better than I was, you know, even six months ago. So okay. you know, you just you see things that you didn't see before. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I think they did the the six month because. I don't know, man. They just, they just, I think they have like a quota of things they need every day under the mm -hmm. platform. And I mean, that's why you see people tearing up so fast and the massive upload limits. But it'll be interesting to see what happens, especially with the six month. I, I'm still kind of torn on that. I mean, I feel like the, the natural balance to that right is we're going to see some of our uploads reduced right like because if you have a six month upload suddenly the platform is going to start to fill up a lot more and if the reason they switched around the asin was because they didn't want to have so many different variation asins that were taking up you know data um you know we're gonna have the exact same effect with people with 400 uploads a day with no you know no takedowns coming well and i also hear on the flip side of that people are like hey there's a six month period like you know merch is just going to be spanned with absolute trash blah 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 and I'm like, well, if the platform is spammed with, you know, trash designs, you don't think that you could beat that? Like, it right. doesn't, That's it a problem, doesn't matter. Sure. It doesn't matter. Like, if, if you can put up good designs that get in front of people, it doesn't matter what other people are doing as long as you're better. <laughs> right, exactly. I mean, people just have to think about it in terms of like the market, right? Like the market decides all of that stuff. So just because a ton of trash is going up there, like Amazon's algorithm still works the same way. And it's the best e-commerce platform on the world for yeah. a reason. They're really good at figuring out what people want to buy and putting that in front of them. 100% agree with that. Yeah, that's what that's also too. That's what I've been I just I took a step back from everything and kind of trying to figure out what's going on. And I obviously I've seen that, like my designs, like I needed need to be on the next level of my designs. So so here's an interesting question. I want to hear what you guys think about this. Um, Teresa's asking, should we start uploading our Halloween stuff now? Because we have six months. What do you guys think about that? Well, if you have it up there already, then yes, of course, upload it. Neil? I haven't given that much thought. This just uh, changed. Um, previously to the six-month thing, I was telling people put up about two months previous mm -hmm. because... I feel like things start selling about a month previous. So maybe, maybe, maybe not six months out. That's kind of ridiculous. But maybe give it like, I don't know, three or four. Because right when you put your shirt up and you enter in your keywords and everything, you're going to see where it ranks. You can go into Amazon and incognito window and say, okay, I'm ranking on the fifth page. No one's buying Halloween shirts, but here's where I'm ranking with these keywords. And give yourself a little bit of time to play with those keywords in order to get yourself ranked. I think that's prob that's probably the best bet if you have some time, is to kind of tweak your listing and tweak your listing and, and tweak it until it's close to the first page, about a month before Halloween actually hits. I mean, I can think I can think of arguments both for and against, right? Like obviously, getting it up early is better, provided it sells. But sales velocity is a real thing, right? In the ranking algorithm, the quicker that a shirt sells, the more that it actually is more likely to be shown to people. Um, all those right. things are taken into account. So, you know, is it worth it to get it out there early, but then have it sit there for three months and have no action on it at all? Well, and you what also does, have how to, does that affect it? Yeah. So you also have to think, though. No one, I would hope. Right. Buying Halloween designs now. Now, granted, the ones that sold previously, like we were talking about earlier, they're going to come back and they're going to come back hard and they're going to mm -hmm. make a lot of sales. 
So I think you need to figure out how to get yourself ranked before the sales velocity starts. You know, when those when those initial sales start trickling in, that is when you can get your edge on everyone else. So you need to make sure that you actually have the visibility before that happens. So that could be running traffic. That could be having 10 of your friends buy your shirt, you know, like at different times. Not leaving a review, just, you know, buying your shirt. Or tweaking your listing a 25 times until it's actually ranking it's like not i i've made so much money during halloween with like one or two designs mm-hmm. that's a that's a big one for me i love halloween people buy a lot of shirts but everyone and their entire family is going for that niche everyone so, so you have to figure out a way to get that visibility which is so hard yeah, Halloween sucked for me last year. It was fucking brutal. It was like we came off the eclipse and it was like the high of the eclipse. And I was like, I got this. No problem. We're going to fucking kill it on Halloween. And Halloween was a dud. Yeah, you hit the eclipse like a month in, didn't you? Yeah, basically it started a month in basically is when we started getting sales. And then our third month was the end of the eclipse. See, it hooked you before you even had a chance to realize what was happening. Yeah, it was crazy. Well, we got hooked because we sold our, we sold a shirt the first day. We uploaded a shirt. It sold the next day. And after that, I was like, all right, let's do this. Let's see what happens. <laughs> And it's just, we've always had sales. You know, it's crazy though. Hey, hold on one sec. Yeah. Hey, can you close the door? Sorry, she just got home. Um, hello. Uh, so the when when I first started, it was the same thing. It was the same thing, right? Because like I got in super super early. That's one of the main advantages I have. So I got in early. That's why a lot of my shirts have these reviews. But since I got in early, I could put up anything, and it would sell. Like mm-hmm. I'm not a designer, but I had Photoshop, so I just like I threw some things together. I uploaded them. Within a week, I was seeing like more than one sale. So I'm sitting there thinking to myself, like, no one knows what this program is. I'm sitting in FBA, absolutely hated it. Worst thing I've ever done. Boring as hell. And I'm making these sales on merch with these designs that took me 25 seconds. I'm like, I think there's something here. The, the, those, those initial sales. If you can make one sale, you can make a hundred thousand sales. As long as you know how to make one, you just do it a hundred thousand times, and I, I feel like that—that that just that's the hook. So let's come back to that statement. So if you make one sale, you can make a hundred thousand, right? Oh, like yeah, easily. one of the things I feel like merchants do way too often, and I know we've all talked about this in private. They overcomplicate things. They think that there is a secret that is out there that we are holding out so that is preventing them from getting sales, right? Yep. It's not. There's no secret. It's just consistent. Finding that formula, finding out what works in terms of like keywords, design, and everything else, and just repeating the process over and over and over and over again and scale it out. And it just keeps coming back to the time and money issue, man. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, you could sit there and do it 100,000 times and you would have, you know, 100,000 times whatever royalty you're getting. So four or $500,000, or you could just get someone else to do it. Yep. And it goes, the first dollar that you make in any venture, I feel like is the most important because it validates that it's possible. Like when I, so I, I made a lot of money in affiliate marketing. So I made these big websites. I recommended products on Amazon. It's like that first like 20 cent commission. You're like, Oh my God, this is real. I just need to do this X amount of times and I can actually have real money. The same thing with merch, the same thing. You figure out what works once and you just keep doing it. What hooked you, RJ? Like, what got you on on the merch? Um, put up stupid designs and they started making sales. <laughs> <laughs> when did you get into it? Um, well, I always, 
because I was just doing I was doing FBA at first and um dude what a I don't know man I'm I just I hate it I hate yeah. FBA I started I'm doing so it. happy with the people that make money with it but it's just not for me <laughs> no nah, I did I started doing it and I was just started getting like uh, irritated with FBA it was just pissing me off um I had a buddy he he flipped like a four hundred thousand dollar loan from FBA and he's a he's a monster and all he would do is just like focus on his sales and he'd be like doing 30 40 50 k a month a day just a day and i'm just like dude how are you doing this and he's just like well i'm finding low low sell ranked items and like making like a dollar he's spending like ten dollars but making a dollar that was his business or making two dollars you know what i mean but he would be so like he would have he'll invest so much into it so he's losing eight dollars of sale what no he's making twelve dollars back so he'll buy like like his, okay. uh, his, very ROIs, low his ROIs are like real low, but he would like invest, like he'll buy like $20,000, like a, he'll buy a pallet for $20,000. Right. I was like, that's going to take me at least a couple years to get up there to what you're doing. And I just started uh, putting designs on merch because I was putting them on my uh, Shopify store or on my own personal website. And then, um, yeah, then I started making sales on here. Then I see, see now all of a sudden I was making two thousand dollars a month, and then it just started scaling up from there. So, mm -hmm. pretty I much. I mean, it. once you, the thing is, the thing is, so many people struggle at like how to use keywords and how to do. You name it, enter the blank here. But once you figure it out, you can grow so fast, so fast. And once you grow fast, you're doing the volume, you're making the sales, you're getting the reviews in. It it doesn't stop. I mean, yeah, you're gonna have to do, you know, deal with the ebbs and flows of merch being merch, but it's addicting, man. Yeah, for sure. And then also too, man, like these some of these these guys that that like are artists, I see their design work, and I'm just like, damn, man, like their their mind, like I'm mind blown how they how they create like like an or like a design. Oh yeah, these, these guys are well, crazy, man. And the thing is, you have to remember, like most artists are not marketers mm -hmm. and mo and every mercher probably doesn't think of themselves as a marketer but that's what you're doing you're marketing yeah. whatever you're putting online so your your bullet points need to be marketing your shirt your title needs to be marketing your shirt mm -hmm. and i feel like most artists they're, they're artistic right they like to yeah. create they like to be artistic they like to make these beautiful designs but they forget about the marketing aspect which is the most important part of any business they have to be able to sell what they're creating so it's, yeah. if you don't have that skill, you have to learn to use it or, you know, foster it rather. So if you're a data guy, Neil, um, frogs rule is asking, is it true that too many tags or keywords on a merch listing can get your listing hidden? Uh, hidden. I don't, I don't really know what my rule of thumb is that if you say it out loud to yourself, so if you write a bullet point and you like speak it and it just sounds terrible, then you did something wrong. Like it needs, you need to be able to like, read your bullet point to anyone else in the room. They're not going to look at you like, what, what the hell did you just say? You need, you need to be, have your bullet points be legible. They need to be, I think they need to be salesy. I like, I like to relate them to the design, but I also like to sell them on mm -hmm. the design. Like, Hey, here's the design. Here's why you need it. You need it right now. You need to buy it now, not later. You, you like, this is why you need it, but you, you fit your keywords into there and that's how you make sales. Most people are going to look at the design, the price, and then hit the buy box, right? But for those people that are like, hey, I'm not really sure. I'm going to read about this shirt. That is when you want to sell them, and that's the only chance that you know you have is in those bullet points. Good point. 
what do you think about uh reviews what do you think uh they're necessary what is the best way to get reviews sell a ton of shirts man that's i look i know some people that have gotten reviews on their shirts and one of them even called me a liar for calling him out a long time ago and look now he's banned okay don't do that not a good idea just sell a ton of shirts and the only way you're going to sell volume of shirts is not by pricing at $27 it's by pricing below market so you, you want to give the market an excellent value at a below market price that's how you do volume like it's simple as that okay uh the next thing is um the way to get reviews because i see some people doing it um what do you think about like because there's i know there's people out there that are paypal and people are giving them money to get reviews or starting some type of secret group and having people leave reviews before like because i see people ranking their shirts and they just uploaded it i'm just like it's a verified purchase yep. and they left the review i'm like how the hell this motherfucker get this review in front of me like the shirt hey, ranks. it works it works now Mm-hmm. But I don't know if you've seen the people that like the fake review websites or whatever mm-hmm. are now getting sued by Amazon for millions of dollars. Yeah. So if you don't want to be involved in a lawsuit five years from now, maybe you probably shouldn't do that. Yeah. Like, is, is the hundred extra dollars you made now worth it? No, 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 no. Back up. You can get your buddies to buy your shirt. It's gonna boost your shirt. In, like, so you have a good shirt, and you have five of your friends buy it at five random times. And now all of a sudden your shirt is ranking. No one left a review, but now your shirt is ranking. It's getting the organic visibility that you want. Now people are clicking on it and buying it. Perfectly fine. Amazon doesn't care about that. But as long as as you start to like actually manipulate their kind of their only kind of trust network, which is reviews, well, all of a sudden now you're kind of like you're messing with the only thing they have, and they they don't like that. Yeah. Something to think about too is like, so you're starting to see some news articles that have dropped recently about Amazon having a massive problem with review fraud. Like Amazon's going to see that and they're a publicly traded company. Like this is going to be dealt with. It's going to be something that they actually focus on. It, at the end of the day, my account's my most important thing. I just can't do anything that's going to put it at risk. Yeah. And they might not focus on it now, right? So let's just say you made $2,000 from faking reviews. And then three years from now, you're in a $50,000 lawsuit really Mm -hmm. really like you could have just done things the right way and made fifty thousand dollars normally there's i don't i don't know why people play that game man. well i just look at it too right like so we sold a shit ton of eclipse shirts right and primarily on two shirts okay we sold over 2500 shirts between these two shirts the one shirt has 31 reviews the other shirt has 24 right Right. that's between 2500 sales that's how small percentages that gives you reviews so do you think Amazon doesn't realize like when you upload a shirt and two days later it sells and five days later it gets a review, you don't think that it's going to open up a red flag eventually? Yep. Like they're smart. Okay. Yeah. Well, now that I'm just kind of complaining, do you guys remember the emoji t-shirts? Yes. Yeah. God, I, I must've said something. I, Cause I write a lot. I write a lot of articles and I like didn't mention by name, but you know, I kind of called him out. He called me a liar. You go on right now. He's not there. Or he's under another brand name on an, under a different account. Like mm-hmm. eventually, that's just gonna catch up to you. Call his and name out. Call his name out. Go for call it. His name, <laughs> uh, call his kidding. name out. I think his name was uh, Steve. Was it? Yeah, Steve. Oh. If you're watching, man. Call me a liar. I don't appreciate that. First blast. First blast. <laughs> Ooh, shots fired. <laughs> shots fired. No. 
Nah, but I know I see a lot of people doing it, and uh, I see you guys, and I, that's why me and Matt talked about this too already. Don't think we already we were like we talk about this stuff about four months ago. We're like, man, what's a good way to get our shirts like ranking? You know what I mean? And I was like, hmm. Dude, buy here's my the thing. Shirt, here's the buy thing. Your shirt. <laughs> hey, I was wearing. I took it off now. I uh, I was wearing a shirt that a buddy was like, hey, this is a Halloween shirt. You buy my shirt, and I'll buy your shirt, and we'll both get some sales. So I bought his shirt and he ended up buying mine. And guess what? It was en- that one sale was enough to rank the shirt a- enough to where it started selling organically. Like I know people who I have way too many mercher shirts in my closet just from yeah. people who hit me up and they're like, "Hey, you think you could buy this?" I'm like, "Sure." And then, you know, he has five other people buy it and all of a sudden, now the traffic is flooding in. That's fine, but you can't leave a review. The review part is where you're kind of manipulating the platform, and that's where they get mad. For sure. All right. Um, let's do these giveaways. Let's do these ready? giveaways. Right. We're going to make Neil pick the Merch Informer one so everybody can yell at him about that. Oh, yeah. no, hell no. Every, dude. Everybody, I, that one. I everybody, refuse. Everybody I refuse. comment Steve. Yeah, everybody Steve. comments Steve. We're going to randomly pick the, the comment <laughs> of Steve to uh, who wants a, a three-month – was three-month, right? Yeah. Yeah, three-month uh, giveaway of Merch Informer. So everybody comment, Steve. Oh, man, here come the Steves. <laughs> Info Planet Steve. God. Merch Steve. <laughs> 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 oh, that's good. Steve. <laughs> oh, if Steve doesn't like me now, he's going to really dislike me. <laughs> Bob. Bob. Damn it, Dean. That's too good. All right, That's RJ, good. you get to pick it. I made RJ pick last time. He wasn't happy with me. Uh, uh, we'll do uh Oh man, Dean Debbie. There was a Debbie. Let's do a Debbie. Debbie. All Debbie. right. Debbie, hit me. If you have Facebook, probably the easiest way is hit me up on Facebook. I'll screenshot her. Kill evil. Don't don't kill anyone. <laughs> kill <laughs> really them. Too far. Uh, somebody should make that shirt and uh, upload it to Neil is selfish. The brand name. <laughs> <laughs> the merch after dark brand. Hey, you know, hey, speaking of which, you know Josh Brown, right? Yes, yes. He, he, uh, so he tried to upload a shirt with my face on it, and he got, like, a ding on his account where he had to get a letter that said that, you know, he what? could use. Yeah, so he had to write up a letter. I was at the gym. He's like, dude, they dinged my account. Like, they, they need uh, they need you to say that you can use this and your phone number. So I guess Merch is going to call me and say, hey, can he use this image? <laughs> So do you think it's generic based on like it's a person's face or do you think it's because he included like your name or something in it? Like do they have – do they build in triggers around your name now? I don't know because I know one other person who got my image up on Amazon uh-huh. and he got things. So I'm like I don't really know what's going on but pretty funny. Which Debbie, Mar- RJ? Uh – Little Debbie, you know, little, Debbie, little Debbie Weeder wants to know. Yeah, that, that one, her, Debbie Weeder. I got her I, I sent. I was gonna send it to him right now. I got the screenshot of her name. I. I was gonna send it to him. Yeah. Oh, I meant to do, yeah. 
<laughs> my ex father in law's name Steve. I hate him too. I'll send it to Neil on screenshot. And then I, we're going to pick the design too, as well. Yeah, we got to pick two. I'm going to pick one. You're going to pick one. Like well, there's right a now. lot of those earlier. I haven't gone through them all yet. Yeah, I haven't. Uh, I, I'm just literally just starting to look through them right now. I didn't want to look at them too early. What? Oh, my wife wants to pick one. So that's <laughs> on her. She gets, the, she gets the yells. All right. Yo, it's in the merch masterminds, right? Merch yeah. Ma okay. I got to go look at them here. So what are we doing? Is he going to buy one? Yeah. Well, okay, members. Congrats, guys. That's a lot. Well, tell me what, what I went to the strip club the other day. Take a picture on the pole. You, should, you have to click through the listings. Huh? Click through the listings. Uh, where is that? Okay. Oh my God, Anthony! Anthony put in the the zebra. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Hold on. Where is that? At the very bottom. <laughs> All right. That's. Uh, God damn it, Anthony! You got to actually upload the shirt, though. Don't just put in the design. <laughs> that would have won. Oh my God. I know. If you guys all want to see what uh, Anthony's amazing design was with the merch designer software for Merch Informer, you should all go into the uh, Merch Masterminds group. Yep, very last one. That is that is a masterpiece, if I say so myself. Where does that post that? Steve would be proud. <laughs> Steve. <laughs> this is oh, exciting man. TV, guys. All right. Oh, We've got 81 people in here. That's crazy. 82 now. We should have more. This was actually this was a really good conversation. People should have tuned in. It was. I think it was Jessica Cooper or something. Okay, so we picked ours. Uh, no, there's my, no there's no ours no more. There's okay, well, my, my wife selected Jessica <laughs> Cooper for our for the one that we're gonna pick uh, for, and I oh, will... uh, hey, you might want to like rethink that at a price of seventy nine ninety five. Good job, honey, <laughs> Jessica. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> oh, oh. I don't think I've seen a, a shirt at that high of a price. That's so dirty. <laughs> She's trying to make me feel Damn. Like... Jessica, I like you. I just actually accepted your friend request, so <laughs> that is not cool. I'm going to block you now. <laughs> oh, that's funny, man. That's so dirty. I'm going to drop a course pretty soon. I'm uh, going to show you guys how to uh, sell a 79 shirt. <laughs> 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 Jessica, drop the price. I will buy your shirt. <laughs> That's too good. Hawking uh, <laughs> five dollars. We'll give you five bucks for the zebra design. Dude, we gotta get that on a shirt and send it to him. I want to see him wear that in a live. I'll put that on a shirt. I'll, I'll upload it through Printful. I'm not uploading it to my merch account. <laughs> <laughs> we got to send it to him. I'll try getting some money for that. Tell me when it's right. live. We'll buy it for him. Mm. That'd be um, hilarious. 
looking at a few right now. Yeah, Jessica's gonna drop the course. RJ. And <laughs> <laughs> not affiliate links. Oh. Do we need to put a clock up? <laughs> I don't know which one to pick. Let me see. I'm, I'm opening up a few links right now. Does this one say? I haven't seen them. Jacob B to B. Yeah. <laughs> what? Oh my god. I'm not sure how that celebrates 12,000 members and masterminds, but. Oh no. Let's do. Uh, I'm opening see. them all up here. What's the, what the first one to do? Let's see. Azit, the first one. <laughs> oh, by the way, you'll enjoy this story, Neil. So uh, Mother's Day, we get up yeah. and we're running around. And I grabbed a shirt that has an image on it that we were not going to talk about. But you should understand what I'm talking about. Um, and I threw it on. And it's a comfortable <laughs> shirt. It's a premium shirt. I had two different people ask me, should I know who that is? <laughs> like, it was like some kind of like, oh, you know, <laughs> you're a star, Neil. Oh, my God. Oh, man. That's. That's the greatest thing I've ever heard. Oh my. Okay. Right. Add value, don't be a jerk. Oh, this one's cool. Whose is this? I'm putting it in the YouTube chat here. Yeah. Whose is that? Oh man, it doesn't like that. What? Maybe I'll let you post things. Yeah, it doesn't like that. Okay. I'm gonna post it in a little chat. Hold on. I'll do this. Got that one right there. I'll do uh, Yazid's right here. Okay. He posted the first design, so I'll get him that. Nice. Congrats. I'll get him. Yeah, he, he did the first, so I'll do it. And it's 1287. Let me look at the price yet. Nice. Oh, it's not 79? Nah. Well, you but got I off easy. Or was it fifteen ninety nine? I was looking at. Uh. <laughs> you guys got to remember if you want to get if you want RJ to pick your stuff. RJ is cheap. <laughs> I like this guy. He says we should all buy that zebra and then see how many people try to reproduce it. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? Oh my, oh my god. god. <sighs> There's actually oh, what was another? There's actually another that was on our life. Yo, Haw Tang 05. I apparently, I, I apparently want to copy that book too. It should be here tomorrow. Okay. So I'll let you know if I get it. You want to show the, because you should be able to share your screen, RJ. You want to show the, uh, the image of the shirt? Or the, what up, what up? You should show Jessica's shirt at least with the eighty dollar <laughs> price tag. Jessica's gonna make that money. Okay, why not? Because I'm okay. I'm buying it right now. Seventy nine ninety five. That's the greatest <laughs> thing ever. Let me buy this real fast. One second. Just show your account, bro. I mean, nobody's gonna use it. I gotta see all my job shipping stuff. Oh my, dude! Her bullet point. It says, uh, currently at 12,024 members, RJ and Matt have built this group from the ground up. Let's celebrate. I'll be celebrating my way to the bank. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's great. Okay. Let me show you. So, 
the screen share that fast. Leave it to my wife to pick the most expensive design. I'm used to this. I, I should have expected it. All right. Can you, can you guys see it? Yeah. We see your screen. Oh, my. I see like 1,400 windows. Oh, there we go. All right, RJ, so say something. I bought this one right here. Can you see? Yeah. Nice. Uh-huh. Okay. And then I actually, I actually liked the second one that I liked. Was that actually? I like this one. Was pretty cool. I like that one. It's a good and one. There's, there's that one. And then I, I think it was this one. This one was pretty creative. Dude, how big is the screen that you're working on? Is it like this big? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I think he's just working from his laptop right now. Nah, nah. Oh, okay. I think it's like a 23, 27, 23, 23. Huh. It's definitely not 27 because it's way 23. smaller on my screen. Mine's a 27. Okay, I like 23. Um, so this is the one that Matt bought right here. Yeah, the eighty dollars. Seventy nine ninety five. He's gonna, yeah. Jessica, she's my friend. So good job, proud of you. Way to hustle, way to hustle. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't buy it yet. He's gonna wait for a little bit. Yeah, so he purchased it for seventy nine ninety five. <laughs> All right. All right, so just wanted to say uh, thank you to Neil for coming on. This was fun. It always yeah, is. Yeah, thanks for me. It was a good time. Yep. RJ, you got anything to say to the audience? Yeah, well, uh, thanks. Thanks, Neil, for hopping on, and uh, everybody, and we're going to call it a night. Thank you, guys. Cool. Have a good one, guys. Have a good one. Okay. Bye-bye.